Blog Talk Radio. Hi, good evening. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica, and tonight I am your host. Tonight's topic, we're going to talk about the literature and the grassroots movement that has begun in Southern California. So I wanted to sort of let everybody know that there's been a lot of progress, and there's a lot of people that are contacting me from my blog, which is Stop 13 Step in AA. And through that blog, I hear stories uh, of sexual harassment. And I would guess it's mostly the 13-stepping and sexual harassment going on uh, in the meetings that I get most of my emails about. So what happened, as a lot of you no, listen, first of all, let me see. You can call in. It's going to be a short show tonight. It's going to be 30 minutes or maybe less. That I just want the information to sort of be in one place for people to get access to. So I'm Monica. I'm the host. This is my show. It's called Safe Recovery. It started out being called Stop 13 Step in AA, but there's so much more that we want to talk about here. So it's Safe Recovery now. 818 475 9211 818-475-9211. That is the number for you to call in. And let's see, here we go. So if we start out with the literature, the literature was something that evolved from a young woman who came to my meeting who was 13-stepped. And we began by just making a flyer. And we took that flyer and we went around. And from that, we had a workshop. Because when we went around with the flyer, there were women coming up to me saying that they had been raped. And we were like, whoa, like this is just, 13-stepping, we thought, but we did notice that there were some people in the meetings that looked like maybe they weren't even alcoholic and they were just there to, you know, prey on people who were really vulnerable when they're new. And, of course, we know there's a lot of court-ordered people, so that happens as well. From that, the first workshop was held in West Los Angeles where about 38 members from the area came And then there was a whole group that came from West Covina uh, where the 502 Club was having a lot of problems. So from that workshop revealed that there had been a couple of rapes that had happened out there in that community. And they wanted to have another workshop happen really quickly. So a group of us brought another workshop out to West Covina and we had 
a workshop there. So this is last April and last May. We did another one quickly. And then myself and really four other women uh, got together and kept rewriting this, what has become now the Make a Safer pamphlet, which now I'm just going to say Make Safer for the newcomer. Uh, the safety statement is we, a group of members, feel that no member should be sexually harassed or financially pressured in any way. It's up to us as individuals in the rooms and in our groups to protect the minor, the new person, young and old, from any unsafe predatory behavior. It's up to us to make it a safe place. So part of it is raising awareness. We have to talk about it and raise awareness so that people who are having it happen to them can feel like they can come forward and somebody will help them and say, instead of saying something stupid to them, which I know somebody personally who was being harassed and some old-timer women said things like, well, if you just had a better sense of humor or if you had worked a better spiritual program, we know that this is a really a hurtful and ridiculous thing to say to somebody. So people need to know that they're going to have their backs, that the, the fellowship or somebody there is going to actually be there for them when they come forward. So you can reach me to get this pamphlet that we have. It's five by seven screen. It's really nice. And uh, you can get it by contacting me at makeasafer at gmail.com. Eventually I'm going to have a button on my WordPress where you can just click on it and purchase it uh, for your groups. The next thing that we did was we made a poster. So the poster could be placed up on the walls in the rooms. The poster says, sexual harassment is against the law. Your lewd sexual advances and comments are not okay. Sexual battery is against the law, which means don't touch me if I don't want to be touched. And the reason I'm having this show is that somebody contacted me recently where this is going on in a meeting and she's not being supported by the group there. I don't, I don't know what you know people think that makes AA different from the grocery store or a bar or a church that, you know, a, a stranger, all this love bombing of people going up and hugging strangers, there is really, um, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's against the law. So this is what we put also on the poster. It says, AA is not a dating service or walking ATM. Trust is earned. The good, the bad, and the ugly are in AA, just like they are in a bar. We put this on the pamphlet, too. We want you to feel safe. If you don't feel safe, tell a trusted friend or the secretary of the meeting. Call the police if a crime is committed and get support from your group. <clears throat> Calling the police if a crime is committed. So one of the workshops that happened east of downtown Los Angeles, a guy came to the meeting and he talked about that somebody came into a meeting with a gun. And he put it in his lap. And nobody, like, got up and said, uh, you need to put the gun. Like, that's, you can't, like, even do that out on the street. So why does somebody think that they could do that and intimidate? He was doing it for intimidation. But the groups, you know, so somebody finally walked outside and 
dialed the police, and or in fact, this guy really he went to the police station, but he felt uncomfortable because I guess he had been in trouble, you know, maybe a few years back, but he certainly wasn't in trouble now. So, the call-in number for the show tonight is eight one eight four seven five nine two one one. I did not advertise this show. I decided to do it at the last minute. Yeah, I might do it. It might be a shorter show tonight because I just really just want this information to get out there and for people to know that nobody needs to tolerate the behavior that's going on. One of the first things that happened is I was introduced to a man who's a long, long-time sober guy, great guy, uh, who turned me on to some of this literature that general service in the Great Britain wrote a paper that they sent out from their own general service office in 2001. And he compared this problem to the problem with the church. And he is actually a non-alcoholic board of trustees there. And I was really shocked because I had never even heard about this, that anyone had done anything to address the issue. And you know, I have a I have a file here that's about an inch thick of the stories that I have received from the internet. And there's stories from people in San Francisco who've told me that they have young woman, a couple years of sobriety that she left and will never go back. Uh, this one is really, really a bad story that I have here about somebody who got sober at 15 and uh, was preyed on with a guy with um, a lot of time. And the stories just, they go on and on. I have, uh, we're going to have somebody on uh, a week from Tuesday who's a really tragic story who lost her son to a, it was a, a ring, it was a pedophile ring that was targeting AA meetings and treatment centers in, well, actually, I think it was in a bunch of states. It wasn't just Florida. It was a group of states. And, um, you know, I received an email from somebody, a victim in Las Vegas, about a rape. And uh, I called the police, but um, because the victim didn't, you know, come forward, nothing happened. Um I'm just looking through some of these stories uh, that are really, really sad stories. And the, so the thing that came about was the group of us decided that we really needed the literature. And then I had my blog, and then I decided that I needed to have a radio show. So the show, we will discuss sexual and financial predators in the rooms, and we'll talk about um, alternative places for people to go, which are places like Smart Recovery, Rational Recovery, Women for Sobriety. Uh, there is SOS, Secular for Sobriety. So if you're in a major city, there are face-to-face meetings at Smart. This is so if A isn't working for you in you think that there's something terribly wrong with you, just be rest assured that, you know, maybe maybe there isn't. Maybe you just need to try something else. Uh, 
So they are, again, smart recovery, those face-to-face meetings. Life ring, there are only some face-to-face meetings. Rational recovery is only online. Secular for sobriety, SOS, there are face-to-face meetings. Women for sobriety, there are face-to-face meetings. Um, Stephen Slate has a web, great website. And um, Amy Lee Coy wrote a book, um, From Death Do I Part, where she explains how she gets clean and sober finally after 20 years of in and out of AA and in and out of recovery, uh, I mean, rehabs and treatment centers. And she got sober and clean, whatever. She doesn't really call it sober. Um, but I've been getting to know her. Hopefully we'll have her on the show. And some of the things that really made it, it just kind of escalated, you know, just when I thought, okay, I'm going to just back off and let this thing, you know, to have, have let just let it grow on its own as we would pass out the pamphlets. And I met a, a Spanish-speaking woman at a general service conference, and she was telling me how a man had been harassing her for five years and then grabbing her for another two. And finally she punched him in the face. <laughs> so she came to me and she was crying, and she was a beautiful woman, and she took my pamphlet, our, our pamphlet, and out she went to her area, and they translated it into Spanish, and they put it up, they made it into a poster, and it's now being used in over 22 meetings in the Spanish community. And in fact, the, the pamphlet is probably now being used in 65 meetings throughout the country, and I've sent it to Australia uh, last month as well. The things that were bad, that were really, really bad, was that there was a murder in Honolulu in the summer, August 26th, where Christine Cass and her daughter, Sandra Cass, were murdered brutally by an AA member. Uh, when Claiborne Conley, uh, she met him at a meeting, and um, he murdered them, and when she didn't want to be involved with him anymore, uh, this is what happened, and uh, he turned the gun on himself. But he was sentenced by um, the psychiatric community and the uh the judge, the, I don't know if it was the judge, I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but he was sentenced to Alcoholics Anonymous um, by both things. And I found this out through friends of mine when I was staying there. And, uh, you know, some of the other things that are happening that are making it really scary is that the courts and the judges and mental health professionals are sending people to Alcoholics Anonymous as part of their parole, like their contingencies of what they're supposed to do. And in fact, one of the stories that we have here that I was reading was they called these, the sentencing, that they were going to send them to AA sessions. So I want want to just say here, guys, all right, like I've been sober and clean for 35 years. There is no such thing as an AA session. There is no such thing as an AA session. It says in the beginning that Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship. So what we have are our government, and we have a someone who sat in school for seven years who has a Ph.D. or maybe a psychiatrist is sentencing somebody or telling somebody that they should go to an AA meeting. That was my dog. <laughs> he just stepped out. Um, so... We, there's more problems than just in the rooms. 
So part of the problem is with the drug courts and with uh, what's going on uh, with our the criminal justice system of how people are being sentenced to AA meetings like they are some kind of a program. There's no one in charge. There is not even a safety setup. So for those of you that don't know the history of Alcoholics Anonymous, the traditions were written so long ago. They were written at a time, and if anyone you know, can challenge me on this, please call right in. Uh, the call-in number is 818-475-9211. This is Monica on Blog Talk Radio Safe Recovery tonight. I'm doing a short half-hour show talking about the pamphlets, the posters, a simple thing as writing a safety statement that gets read before the meeting. The safety statement would say something like, we want you to feel safe. If you don't feel safe, please see me or the secretary or someone you trust. And also, it should say something like, which is what we say where I go, that no one should be sexually harassed or financially pressured in any way. Because we know the financial pressuring thing is going on all the time as well. If you're in a big city like Hollywood or San Francisco. Uh, so let's see, where was I? So I was talking about the depth of you know, some of these really horrible stories that I've gotten from men and women. And um, at first, with the story of Christine Cast, the red flags were missed. Uh, the story did not talk about Alcoholics Anonymous. And then two months later, uh, they did bring it up and they talked about it, uh, that this she did meet him in a meeting. Um, what about probation officers telling us that sex offenders are sent to meetings. Oh, yeah, I know what I was saying. Back to the part about when the traditions were written. So they were written at a time when AA was still very, very exclusive. It was very white, and um, they didn't want prostitutes. They didn't want addicts. That's why Narcotics Anonymous became, you know, started out. And... Uh, they didn't change it, though. Like, when they decided to align themselves with the prison system, the penal system, the criminal system, and drug courts happened, there was no rewriting of the traditions. Big mistake. And uh, so, therefore, we feel like, you know, this needs to, uh, somebody needs to create a safe warning for people Eight one eight four seven five nine two one one. I'm Monica. This is Safe Recovery. There's one guest in the chat room. Hey there. How you doing? Welcome to the show. It was last minute. I didn't promote it. I just put it up there because of this email that I got yesterday. I missed the email that I got two weeks ago when this person first reached out to me who was really, really upset and she should be because she was being grabbed and groped by some big guy. Or maybe you're a regular-sized guy being grabbed and groped by some cougar woman with 20 years of sobriety. It's still all, all wrong. And when I hear people say, oh, we know that goes on any, everywhere. No, it does not. People do not walk into a bar and... Um, 
and trust that, you know, people don't just walk up and hug them the way strangers do in AA meetings. So back to the stories. The story in Hawaii just really kind of put me over the top in the way that I, I was so shocked by the story uh, that I came back uh, deciding to continue the work and how could I sort of, you know, get this literature and raise the awareness that this needs to be talked about. Soon after that, someone very, very close to me, uh, I saw them and told me that a friend of his had been murdered in Los Angeles by a couple that he had met in a meeting. So this was sort of the opposite way of a newcomer, a newcomer, um, newcomers, they were a couple, were targeting sober people that were trustworthy. And they not only killed him, but they cut him up. And uh, he's a really, really nice guy, Herbert Tracy White, 15 years sober. And I realized that everybody needs to think about safety and how sad it is that no, you cannot trust people just because you met them in a meeting. Uh, let's talk about the Newsweek article that was in May of 2007. Recovering alcoholics say a Washington, D.C. group has hijacked the 12-step program's name by Nick Summers. This is May 07, 2007. This story talks about a big group. This guy is now passed away. Thank God he's gone. The Midtown Group, this one is called, um, where young women were told that they needed to sleep with these old guys. Let me see. Let me guess. These guys were probably in their 40s or late mid-50s, and they were told who to have sex with and that they – you know, this happened in the Spanish community too, or this was happening – uh, you can call me and tell me if it's still happening, but I was told this last year, where the old-timers were telling the women to go up into the mountains to do their fourth and fifth step with them, and they needed to have sex with these old creeps. So therefore, there were not a lot of Spanish-speaking women who were getting sober, right? I mean, why would you? I mean, good Lord, it's just so crazy. Uh we have seven more minutes remaining to the show. What I want to get out there is that when a crime happens, call the police. Tell people you trust. Do not trust people in AA because they're in AA. The good and the bad and the ugly is in Alcoholics Anonymous, just like it is in the bar, on the street, wherever we happen to go. I want everyone to know that we are here. You can go to my blog, which is Stop 13 Step in AA, and reach out. You can go to stinkin thinkin, com for support. And if you find that, you know, as much as you try, I would say if you're a woman, go to women's meetings. If you're a man, you can go to men's meetings. But at the men's meetings... 
The stories that I've heard about financial predators in those men meetings by old-timer guys, i got to tell you, be really, really careful. When people ask you for money, the answer is like, no. No, no, no. Rule number one, even in Buddhism, no, we don't we do not do that with the money. Um, so beware. Beware to the guys and the gals and the safety of minors. Uh, that apparent, you know what? I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that one alone, and I'm gonna have a whole episode that we're gonna talk about minors and young people in Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. So the purpose of my my blog radio is so that we can have a place to discuss intelligently. Uh, whether or not this is all still working. Uh, I, I initially started it with the whole safety thing in mind. And we want... Let me see where that other... I have that other great... Um, empowerment, not powerless. That's that's the statement that I want to hear. Empowerment, not powerless. I want to discuss new approaches to the problems in the room and the culture, the problems with the literature, the traditions, because there's no place really to have a discussion about it where people are going to just really discuss it. Like They're even worse than high school kids, the way I saw people discussing it at the um, district meeting where I went to. I want to discuss and explore alternatives to AA, and I want to support men and women who have written new thought books on recovery from any addiction, alternative healings, both spiritual and secular, to create better lives for ourselves. And so I'm going to have on Tom Catton, who wrote The Mindful Addict. He's been meditating for like 40 years. I'm going to have on George Quant, who is a master quantum healing transcendental meditation teacher who has been teaching uh, TM and quantum healing for over 30 years. We're going to have him on. We're going to have on, hopefully, Amy Lee Coy will agree eventually to be on with her talking about her book, uh, From Death Do I Part. And we're going to have on uh, Keeper of the Birds uh, the following week to talk about uh, what happened to her son. The story was on... Um, American America's Most Wanted, a really sad story about her, how her son was abused and then killed. Um, so it's pretty sad stuff. And uh, but and we talked about emotions, emotional sobriety, and rage and anger uh, last week with my friend Tom called in from Hawaii. I think we'll have another one. With, I'll ask him to call in again where we'll talk about emotions. And uh, so the time is running out. Uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone out there that's been giving me all the support that uh, I've been getting, especially on the Stinking Thinking site. And uh, there's really a great place to have a conversation about what's going on with recovery from, you know, alcohol uh, abuse, alcohol dependency, and uh, addiction. Uh, so I am going to wrap it up and say good night. 
Again, I'm Monica. This is um, Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery, and we are here to provide you with any of the literature that we have at makeaasafer at gmail.com. That's makeaasafer at gmail.com or go to my blog, which is stop13stepinaa.wordpress.com or just Google stop13stepinaa and you will find me. Good night.